What up, my big beautiful bitches? Big beautiful bitches. <laughs> and my little beautiful bitches. Welcome all my beautiful bitches. All my beautiful bitches. It's Adventures in Roomating, Roommate Pod. This is our podcast. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Keith Batista. And we uh, we up in this bitch. We didn't uh, introduce ourselves in the last one. Yes, we did. I didn't say my first and well, last name. Well, you might name. not have been paying attention because I said I'm Megan Tonjes. Uh, I forgot to get water before we started. Oh, sounds like a person not paying. Well, I'm going to be reading these, so why don't you take over half a second? Ugh. Half a second. Well, Literally, know, why don't you take the longest amount of time? <sighs> you know, I do so much. How and has your day been since the last time It's been many minutes since we last podcasted. I just got a text. What is this? Am I what? You getting that dick tonight? Uh, I don't know if I'm getting that dick, Biebs. Who's that? Oh, I might not go to brunch tomorrow. That's too... I'm not going to go to Santa Monica for brunch. Sorry, Gunnarol. Is he in L.A.? <laughs> yeah, he's in L.A. for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess for BitCon, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I might actually... Because he's supposed to Airbnb. He doesn't have it figured out Airbnb for Monday and Tuesday. I might just ask him if he wants to stay here for Monday and Tuesday. So he doesn't have to pay. Yeah, that's fine. For an Airbnb. You can sleep on the couch with the baby. Um, and then I can hang out with him. But I also have these coupons for Airbnb that I need to use by like September. And so I might just like go for a few days and go someplace and like record some videos or something. It's a thought. Mm. Possible. I'm supposed to go to Chicago for a wedding. I'm never going to be here. I'm gone for forever. Beeps. There you go. I feel like I'm not going to be here. Well, I'm going to be here, but I might be going to New York in October. Huh. I feel like I might be going to Canada in November, maybe. I don't know when. I forget when they we're said. Just gonna have to, we're going to sit down and really figure out our schedules, though, because of Margo, and I need to figure out who's going to watch her when we're both going to be gone at certain yeah. points. Give it to uh, Ava and her fell in love this weekend. Ava or Christy? Oh, yeah. That's true. Christy's you, back at work. You right. I saw Christy a little bit this weekend. She seemed a little stressed. She's never happy. <laughs> <laughs> She's just stressed, girl. She's working. Yeah. Um, so this is a questions episode. Word. So we have an email, roommatepod at gmail.com, but we also have a website, roommatepod.com, and there's a contact section on that. So you can just send a message directly from the website. We made it as easy as possible, and we are slowly but surely getting through these fucking questions you guys send. Um, so yeah, we super appreciate it, but you want to choose a question? Yes. I already okay. have it lined up, ready go. to go. Go. This is from somebody. Uh, I'm not sure if I should read the name, so no, I won't. Just never read the name unless they specifically say, hey, my name is this. Yeah, I know. Some put it at the top. Some, like, say in the middle. Anyway. Yeah. Hi, Biebs and asshole interrupting Margot. <laughs> Spelled Margot correctly. Boom. I'll start off by saying that I've been a longtime viewer of Megan's channel and a longtime listener of the podcast. Love it. You guys have kept me entertainment through count, entertained through countless hours of commuting places, exercising, running errands, etc. Dope. Let's jump into my question. Sorry if it's long, and I can assure you it's not long because it's literally one paragraph, and I love <laughs> you for it. Uh, I recently started seeing this woman. Okay. I have never dated a woman before. Okay. Parentheses, I'm a woman. Okay. And have been out of the dating scene for a couple of years now. Anyway, we met through Tinder and mm-hmm. hit it off almost instantly. We've only gone on two dates and both dates have gone extremely well. We both share many common interests and spend hours talking to each other. The only problem is that we never text between these dates. And when we do, it's to set up another date. Mm-hmm. I thought I was bad at texting, but she nearly always ends up texting me the next day. Mm-hmm. I can't help but feel like she's not all that into me and that I'm wasting my time. Mm-hmm. She's told me she's been having a great time with me and would like to continue seeing me. Am I worrying for no reason? What do you guys think? I think you're worrying for no I reason. I think you're worrying for no reason. 
Well, and, and this is the thing. I had a situation recently with a dude that like we would go on a date and he wouldn't really text in between because he was like notorious. He was like, I just am not good at texting. Yeah. But he also was like to the point where he wasn't setting up the dates like I was. Like in that case where it's like really hard to set something up is an issue. But like if someone's vocally, like verbally telling you, hey, I want to keep seeing you. Mm-hmm. I think you should just believe that. Yeah. And just keep going on dates. Some people just aren't, like you said, they're just... Some people don't like texting. They don't like texting. Sometimes I'm, I'm really... I'm becoming that, I try. I, like. I try to be okay, good with texting, but sometimes I read things, I forget to respond. It's like days later and I have to, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Or just like I'm out doing something and I just don't want to like be yeah. rude maybe and like I forget to respond later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think if this person's still going on dates with you and like is telling you I still want to go on dates with you, that you should believe yeah. they still want to go on dates with you. I mean, why would this person... I mean, I get, I understand the the anxiety you have about maybe that's the wrong word, but like when you ask someone something but you don't entirely believe them because maybe mm-hmm. they're just being nice, sort of mm-hmm. trying to be nice instead of honest. So I get that, but I still feel like. But if there's an if effort they really made where they show up for you, things, yeah, if they, they really didn't want to see you, they won't. Never, yeah. yeah. I think just keep going with it. Not everyone's as like into texting as some other people. Yeah, you're fine. You're good. You're good. You're good. All right, here we go. Hey, Keith and Megan, I finally have a problem worth asking you about. Yay. Dot, 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 dot. I've been having trouble with my grandma. Mm -hmm. For the past couple of years, she's been very vocal about her, quote, opinions. Yeah, she's old and she's close to death, so she's going to say what she wants to say. (laughs) Well, this is what uh, her, an example of what the grandma says. Oh, God. The reason there's been so many stabbings is because of those gays. Oh. And, quote, we should just kill all of Obama's Muslims. Oh, my God. Stupid shit like that. Usually, I just let it slide because I didn't want to fight. A couple of days ago, however, she was spouting some nonsense from an article that said something about how we shouldn't let Muslims into our country anymore, and my sister and I had enough and left the room in the middle of her sentence. Mm. A few minutes later, she passed me in a room and said, it was the most I've ever been disrespected, mm. and you have your opinion, but you can't have your grandma. You can okay. have your opinion, but you can't have your grandma. Mm-hmm. So grandparental disownment? Uh. It didn't bother me that much because I was sick of her shit, kind of happy <sighs> in a way. But now it's catching up to me and I'm feeling sad. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she was crying all the next day and now she's trying to force me to apologize. Mm-hmm. What do you think I should do? This will probably ruin any family event she goes to and I really don't think I did anything wrong. Should I cut out all the negativity in my life or try to mend things and apologize? Please help. Thanks for any advice well, you Here's give. the thing. If her crying the next day, it feels like they're obviously like she's not just like done being a complete asshole. Like she's she's sad about whatever. Uh, but she's also out of her fucking mind. Um, I would try to sit down and explain to her like, listen, I love you. And you can have your opinion, obviously, but the things that you're saying are so over the top, like incredibly wrong. <laughs> like it's it's like not even an informed opinion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just we don't. I know that maybe where you come from and when you come from, it was an okay thing to to believe that kind of stuff and be homophobic and be all these things, but like. That's just not where I am. So you have to understand that like my heart is not with that. And so it's really frustrating to hear that and to be around that opinion being spouted so like, you know, whatever. Um, And see if you can come to some kind of agreement. I mean, that's like over the top. Like I feel like old people, there's always like a little wiggle room where you're like, yeah, they're probably gonna be a little bit racist and like we'll have to address it. But like that's like incredibly over the top. Yeah, I mean... 
Look, I don't think your grandma is going to change. Yeah, probably not. All. I don't think there's any way you're going to be able to, to convince her otherwise. Yeah. Which is an unfortunate thing, but I think that's just a matter of fact for, for old people. Mm-hmm. Because, and, and this is definitely not an excuse, but you have to realize that this was something that was probably drilled into her. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. From wherever she was, especially, you know, 70 or so years ago, I'm assuming, since she's yeah. a grandma. Um, now, I'm not saying that's any excuse, but no, like... It's not. I, I don't know if somebody who's been that ingrained in a belief system for this long is going to really be able to change. Have a change of heart in any kind of so way. So I don't think you should go into it thinking you're going to be able to change what yeah, your grandmother thinks Yeah, I think that you just things. have to specifically express, like, this is what I feel when you say those things and why I disagree with them. And I'm not down to be around something that's incredibly negative. Like, I love you, and I would love to, for us to have that relationship. But, like... But don't say the shit around me anymore. I can't, I can't have you saying some of this shit. Like, I just can't. Like, you yeah. have to really think about the things you're saying. It's not enough to just have an opinion. Like, it's harmful. Just Look, you don't hold hate in your heart, and your grandmother shouldn't... Yeah. Uh, or should yeah. respect that. Yo, Grandma, what do you think Jesus thinks? Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Grandma, please. Um, but I also, you know, I mean, obviously someone who's gone through disownment of, of, of a kind, obviously. Of a kind. I did go through disownment. Um... I'm all about cutting motherfuckers off now, to be honest. Like, I'm just, I'm at the point personally where I'm like, yeah, if it don't, not even if it doesn't I mean, serve first me. first try to talk to her. Yeah, always try to have a conversation. Yeah. Like, I spent a year trying to talk to my dad. I yeah. reached out three specific times to be like, let's have a conversation as an adult. And he shit all over my entire life. So at that point, it's like, eh, nah. But if, if this woman loves you, but is just upset because she feels like she's trying to express an opinion and she's being disrespected, I think you need to sit down and be like, listen, this is not about disrespect. This is about the things you're saying are so harmful Mm -hmm. and so upsetting to me. I can't be in the same room as that stuff. And for my own self-care and my fucking heart, I can't do that. So you can have your opinion and you can do whatever, but you have to understand that if you're going to say those things, I need to have... Every time you bring that up, we're going to have a conversation where I express the opposite side. And it's probably going to be exhausting, so I'm not going to be want to want to be around you that much. Mm-hmm. And it's just a consequence of what you're doing. Like you can have an opinion, any opinion you want, but there are consequences to you having an opinion and being very vo- vocal about it. When it's just like that's just not how the world is. Yeah. Obama's Muslims, Muslims, Muslims. Like he's not a Muslim. Muslims. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no Muslims. It doesn't. I don't understand. I don't fucking. I can't listen. Look, I bet she. Just, I bet she wants to vote for Donald Trump she's too. She's obviously it's a, a conservative. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not, yeah, it's just, I mean, that's beyond even just conservative. That's, that's. Well, that's just like, she's just reading shit that is completely untrue. Yeah, she's watching a lot it. of Fox News. <laughs> You're right. You know, maybe you, you uh, right. maybe you break grandma's TV. Maybe you do that. <laughs> maybe you hide that remote. Maybe you bring her or show her. Anything. Some fucked up shit that's happened to like gays and like ask her. Yeah. How does she feel after that? Yeah. You know. Ugh. Or maybe she'll be glad that it's happening. Who knows? And at that point, you <laughs> cut that bitch off because you don't need oh, to be around that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a dying breed. Life there. is too short. Her love is too short. Life is too short. But love is also too short. Love can be short. Love's short. Life's too short. You're right. Next question. Next question. This Good is luck. was sent through the website. For those of you who don't know, we have a website. It's roommatepod.com. You can send us questions directly through the website and also access all of our. Various forms of social media and uh, ways to contact us. Beautiful. Here we go. This is from Thren. T-H-R-E-N. Interesting mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Uh, the subject is, you can say my name. 
First off, I'd like to say thank you so much for the opportunity to even be writing this email, by which I mean creating both a safe and interactive space in which many people feel they can ask for advice. Despite the varied topics, you both seem to answer very... Uh, every question, no matter how silly the question of the res- or the response, with some degree of seriousness, mm. which to me reads as sort of respect. And I cannot even begin to express how reassuring that is to see slash hear. You both are wonderful. I'd go on, but that would make this email even longer. And I know y'all ain't about that life, though. Seriously, though, we got like about six more paragraphs to go. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, I'll try to keep this as brief as possible, but I apologize beforehand with the length. I am a consistently broke 22-year-old female with a bachelor's degree in English, working at a dead-end fast food job, living with my family. I have extreme social anxiety, insecurity, and depression, uh, which limits what I feel I can do. Uh, logically, I understand that I can do more, but LMAO emotions, especially in terms of finding another job, as it's hard to fairly evaluate my own skills slash talents to sell a fu- to a future employer. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I say I'm constantly broke, I mean pretty much living paycheck to paycheck, which doesn't... Yeah, uh, me too, girl. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've been there. Uh, doesn't lend well to saving up either for a vehicle. I have no mode of transportation or a place mm-hmm. of my own. My parents are quite keen on my moving out as they think a lot of my, quote, issues are just because I'm too immature slash lazy slash shy, despite mm-hmm. medical diagnosis saying otherwise. Mm-hmm. So this person has been medically diagnosed? Mm-hmm. Mm. As, uh, as grateful as I am that they let me stay with them, even with them charging rent, I'm ready to move out myself. Another point is that in a year or two, they're moving a few states away and want me to, quote, be gone by that time. Jesus. I have no friends to stay with or room with. All of my friends are in other states, and my parents' eyes, my parents' eyes, the only other option is to join the armed forces, where hmm. I will be housed and fed while being trained. While I don't have a problem with the armed forces in any way, I don't want that for myself and feel they are probably more into the idea than usual as my brother joined last year. Mm. Uh, They see his success as more viable than mine because he isn't still living at home and my college degree has done nothing for me, Mm. etc. I'm also, yet again, a 22-year-old female who has never been in a relationship. I have no problem with this, but my parents do, my mother in particular. She repeatedly... 22! She repeatedly bemoans the fact... I have a feeling this person is living in a place where it's probably expected of her to be with somebody by 22. Uh, She repeatedly bemoans bemoans the fact that at this rate, she'll never get get grandchildren (laughs) and refuses to accept that I may not want... Tell her to talk to my mom. Jesus Christ. Continue. And refuses to accept that I may not want, A, a relationship, B, a husband, and C, children. Mm -hmm. There's also the fact that I am most certainly hella not straight, to put it lightly. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, shit. That's not a widely known fact, though, Mm -hmm. as I live in the Bible Belt. See, I fucking knew it. There you go. And my family is a group of conservative Christians who are very phobic of anyone not, I don't know what that word is, sishet? Oh, Sichet. Yeah. C-I-S-H. It's like cis, cis straight male B-T. kind of shit like that. Yeah. Uh, the whole situation is also just a bit more convoluted as both my parents were pretty much abandoned as children and now have extreme issues regarding family and proximity. However, I feel uh, if I Why were... Why would they want everyone to like be gone, though, if they have an issue being abandoned? That's super weird. Continue. However, I feel that if I were, by some miracle, able to move out, I'd want to piece the fuck out for a good decade or so to recover from a strange childhood. Yeah, I'm into uh, it. Suppressing, I'm into that idea. Uh, R.E., suppressing my identity and other fun things, mm-hmm. and would want to cut ties with them, perhaps not permanently for a good long while. I'd do better on my own, much to their continual chagrin. 
but I'm, uh, but I'd also feel guilty about doing so, knowing how highly they hold my family and keeping in touch constantly. Mm-hmm. So, what should I do? Thank you very much for reading through all this. If you have, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. After months of pulling my hair out figuratively, I thought I might ask someone at uh, someone better at adulting than I am. With much gratitude and appreciation, Thren. Oh my god, I don't know if I'm better at adulting. Those are like yo, all, those are like all yo, the... join the fucking Peace Corps. Yeah, Peace Corps is an option. Do that. Because you get the getaway. Yeah. You get paid. You're doing cool shit. And it's at least for a year or two. Yeah. And you could probably keep doing that. That, yeah. And you can actually use a... your English degree to your advantage. If you go to like China or like somewhere in Asia, like they really need English Peace teachers. Corps, Peace Corps, but also just beyond Peace Corps in general, you can go to different countries to teach yeah. English and but apply get, for that kind of it's thing. It's easier to get a, uh, a yeah. spot in like but Asia. But I feel like I know several people that like go to other countries and teach English and like love it. Um, yeah. I mean, if you're struggling with all these different things, obviously, and you, you need, I the Peace Corps is such a great option. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, well, the Army, I guess the Army is a good idea, but, you know, there's the fucking yeah. Army. But the Peace Corps is a great idea, I think. Yeah, I think the Peace Corps is a really good idea. You should look into that and see, like, programs like that that you I mean, can I possibly I this person has social in. anxiety. So that might be hard. But it's going to be hard. She obviously has a degree. Yeah. So she's able to at least go to school. Yeah. Unless it was an online thing. Yeah. Um, but she works at a fast food joint, so... She mm-hmm. can be in with people. And I think the good thing about the Peace Corps is that everyone's there because they really want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably going to be a, a good environment for you. Yeah. Especially with... I agree. I mean, other than that, I would that, try... Yeah. I would honestly... I know it's hard for you to kind of evaluate yourself, but I would really try to find a job that's not just, you know, fast food or anything like that. Or find a second job even so that you can kind of supplement that. Because if you're going to pay rent to your parents and you're going to pay rent anyways, you might as well pay rent somewhere where you're not miserable um or even find a situation where there's multiple roommates in a house that you could live with Peeps, what is going on with you today it's the fucking burrito girl jesus christ <clears throat> keep it together um yeah i mean yeah yeah i, I guess peace, i don't have much to add i think peace corps is a great situation i mean here's the thing you can't really cut off your family and be like yeah i'll see you in 10 years peace the fuck out we'll have a relationship because that's just not how human beings work like if you want to have a relationship you're gonna have to maintain that but also if your parents are like overbearing and that kind of it's just very weird to me that her parents are like um we were family is so important we were abandoned but then essentially he's like yo you're 22 you gotta get the fuck out of the house we don't want to be around you like please go away Mm -hmm. that's just like a very weird thing to me because I feel like those are the kind of families where like people they keep you around until you get married, and it's like a big family unit kind of situation. Well, no, I mean I I've always was under the impression that like there's always a point, and I felt even in my life where my parents were going to force me to move out because mm-hmm. it's a part of growing up. It is a part of growing up, but I also feel like if your parents times see you are living different. check to check, struggling times that, are different from where they grew up. Mm-hmm. To be fair. Um, but I, I, that's not unheard of to me. No, I know it's not unheard of, but... Or at least just, charging rent, like forcing kids to pay rent. At least from where I'm from, that was very common. Like, yeah, but it makes sense they're, they're making her pay rent. But I, I just it just seems very weird that they're like... If she is like check to check, like can't go beyond what she already has. Like I just... It's just very, I, I had a different experience. Like my parents would have... My parents will probably let, will let see, me go like, move back at any I'm point. from, like they'd be like, well, get a second job then. Yeah. Or work more hours. Yeah, that's true. You're right. 
I say look into the Peace Corps, one of those one of those. But situations. I think the Peace Corps is an excellent solution for you because it gets you time to get away. It gets you probably people that you're going to get along with who probably will accept you a little bit more than, I guess, where you're currently living. Um, so look into that. Let us yeah. know. Let us know. Uh, give us an update. Give us, a, give us an update when you can. Do a little bit of research. See what options there are you're for you. You're in charge of your own future. Don't feel so down about it. I know it's hard, yeah. but like... You know, you're 22, you're so young, and, like, there's so many people with so much less and less ability that are yeah. able to make it in the world, and, like, this is just part of it. It's part of your struggle. Like, no one's family's perfect. We all have our issues, and I think that, you know, you deserve, obviously, to have a life where you get to, you get to explore your sexuality, you get to hopefully, you know, at some point have a job that you're happy with, and be in a place that you're happy with, and I know that right now it feels like you have to escape everything because you're miserable, but, like, honestly, just even being out of that house is going to be such a big move. Yeah. Good luck, though. This next one is from Rachel. She says, you can say my name. Dear Megan and Keith, you may not have any experience in this, but any advice would be greatly appreciated. Uh, My aunt has been having an affair Mm -hmm. with a close family friend of ours for who knows how long, but I have known for a year. Mm -hmm. They're both married, and I'm only 15, but I'm old (sighs) enough to know this isn't right. Yeah. Uh, we are all in the same circle of friends with his wife and my aunt's Ooh. husband. Gross. The guy she's having an affair with just celebrated his 40th wedding anniversary with <laughs> his wife. <laughs> with his wife. His wife is a wonderful lady and I don't want to ruin her life. However, it doesn't feel right not saying anything. And I know that my mom and aunts will not say anything in fear of my aunt never talking to them again. Mm-hmm. This is a classic situation. Uh, My aunt and I are very close, and I know that she would care if I knew. I want to talk to her about it, but I don't know how. I don't want her to hate me any advice. I also love your videos, Megan. They have helped me so much with accepting my plus size, big, beautiful self. Yeah. Smiley face. I'm not big, beautiful bitches. Shut the fuck up. I love you and Keith, and please keep doing podcasts. XOXO, Rachel. We will until Keith leaves me for New York for a girl. (laughs) Had to go see about a girl, Beebs. I'm just a... I'm, what did I say the other, day, the other time? I was like, I'm a girl sitting in front of a... It was like a pizza or something. I was like asking it to love me. I did something. Oh, what did, what well, did, I what say? did you say? I'm just a girl asking... I think it was like a sandwich. I'm just a girl sitting in front of a sandwich sitting asking Sitting in front of a sandwich me. asking it to love me. Or <laughs> something like that. Yo, that's true, though. That was poetic as fuck, Beebs. You right. It's a little reference. Ooh. A little... I don't know how to answer this. Oh, that's hard, Look, man. Look, you're 15 and you say a thing to an adult, they're going to be like, shut the fuck up, you're, you're a kid. You don't know what the yeah. fuck you're talking about. But at 15, I think I was pretty conscious and yeah. knew right from wrong, especially at 15. Yeah. I mean, oh, God bless. Mm. I'm too nosy. I'd probably say something. But I mean, on one hand, you have the, the mentality of it's none of your business. It's none of your business, but also you want to protect. You want it. You don't want this to continue going on and hurt more people but it's not really something that is her yeah it's not her life it's their life yeah it's these people making decisions i would if you really need to say something i would go to your aunt and i would be like listen and i would just come in at real mature and be like i know the stuff that's going on and you're gonna live your own life obviously you're an adult you know a lot more than i do but from my perspective this is really wrong it makes me really uncomfortable and I just think you should know that going forward. Like, not even, like, I'm going to tell her anything like that. Just to, like, let you know that, like, my contact with you might be limited because this is shitty. 
Yeah. Or talk to your parents about it too. I mean, they're fucking scared to say anything, but like, grow the fuck up. (laughs) At least talk to, yeah, your parents. I'm so over people that are so scared to say shit to people. Necessarily, it's a, it's it's a fear. I mean, it's not like they're scared that she's gonna hate. They're, but it's gonna, gonna hate it's them. gonna cause. Yeah, it's gonna cause a reaction because that's real fucking life. You're gonna do shitty things and people are gonna find out. First of all, you're not doing yeah, it well again, enough that people don't know about business. it. But she knows. So now it's it's not not that it's her, her business, but like, I don't know. I just I wouldn't be able to sit by and watch someone do something shitty for too long before I was like, listen. Not that I have to like expose it, but I don't need to be around you. You know? I mean, it's tough, especially with family. Yeah, fuck family, though. <laughs> well, because, like, you're going to... I say that because, you know, there's family events that everyone goes to. Yeah. And if she outs this whole thing, that's going to... Well, I don't think she's out it, but I think she needs, she needs to. She's so uncomfortable with what's going on, and it's, like, in the back of her head. I would have a conversation with her aunt and be like, listen, I'm not, not feeling this. Yeah, but I still feel like in the end... Mm-hmm. Write her a letter. You could write her a letter. I still feel like she's going to be like, well, you're a kid. I'm going to do And she absolutely can. But guess what? Then she's an asshole. So then she's an asshole. Yeah. So she's your asshole aunt that you don't really there talk to as much. Sometimes you have to deal with uncomfortable things in life. And that's sometimes dealing with people who cheat on other people. But it's really, it's not, you're yeah. not involved with that. You're just witnessing it. What I'm it. saying is I'm not saying that she should necessarily be going to this like woman and telling her like your husband's cheating on you or anything like that. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see, think you should insert yourself in it because... I don't know what the situation is specifically, yeah. but I do think that when you're uncomfortable with something, that you should say it like to the person that's causing it. Like if it was her parents, I would be like, oh, well. Yeah. But this is like her aunt and an uncle. But still, people are very close to their family. So I just, I just feel like if it's something you're going to see all the time and you don't want, if you don't feel in your heart that it's right for you to just sit there and pretend you don't know anything and you know something, I would have a private conversation with your aunt or write her a letter just to let her know, hey, I know what's up. You should, I'm not going to do anything, but I just need you to know that I know what's up. Yeah. But I also think it would be a good idea if like you did some like detective work and like planted shit. <laughs> oh yeah, you whole nother level, bitch. See, I see. I, I'm a sneaky, so like you, you like you just happen to leave some underwear somewhere. <laughs> okay, this is creepy now. It's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. No, nah, um, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I'm sneaky, but I'm more loud than anything else. So, yeah. I would write her a letter if you're really uncomfortable with it. Just to let her know that you know. And if you have a active conversation, like if an adult can't explain to you why it's okay they're doing something, like good, then they should have to evaluate. It's not going to necessarily change anything, but like. Sometimes it helps someone realize how shitty what they're doing is when they realize how it affects the people around them and the way that those people see them. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's going to change anything. I'm just saying that if you're uncomfortable with something, you should say something. Yeah. Forever, for always. I don't know. I don't know if that's an absolute in all cases in every single thing in life. No, I'm down with that. Yeah, you think so? In mm-hmm. every situation, you should always say how you feel, no matter what the consequences, no matter what. Especially as, like, the president of a country or something, where if you say something, you cause the deaths of millions of, millions of people. Yeah, well... That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's not an absolute in all cases. Nah, fuck it. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> well, you're going to burn the world, Beams. <laughs> fuck the world. What's the world giving me? It's student debt. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying now. I'm just saying, fuck it, burn it down. All right. Well, that's an opinion. <laughs> Everyone has their own opinion. You know, Obama and his Muslims. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, we're doing another one. You know what it is? I'm an 80 year old woman inside. Emotionally, I'm 80 years old. And so I don't give a fuck anymore when I say things. And that's the problem is that like when you're 80 years old, I mean, granted, when you're not being racist and homophobic, people think yeah, that you girl, just you don't say shit. things to like hurt people. But this wouldn't be a conversation to hurt anyone. It's a conversation to let this person that's a part of your life, if you want them to be a part of your life, that, hey, there's something that's bothering me. And first of all, this bitch ain't cheating the right way if everyone fucking knows about it. So she needs (laughs) to know how to clean up her fucking game, first of all. Google how to cheat. Like, like, that's how you can approach it. You can be like, yo, everyone knows you're fucking this dude. Step your dick game up. Like, if you're going to do it, do it right. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Help your aunt. Yeah. I was going to say something. You can't now. change what people are going to do, and you can't change who people are. But at the end of the day, you can express to people but, if you're super uncomfortable. But I also think there's something to be something. said about okay, someone's doing something you don't like. Mm-hmm. Something so you I stop talking like. to them. <laughs> you could stop talking to them, and I'm not saying just cheating. I'm just saying in generally in life, yes. there, there are things that about people. Like first of all, no one's perfect. Mm-hmm. Second of all, there's always going to be something about people, something that people do that's going to bother you, mm-hmm. and so. I'm of the opinion of, yes, express how you're feeling. Let them know what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. But I also think that sometimes, just as much as this person's going to do fucked up things, that's going to hurt. I don't know know where I'm going with this. But essentially... You get what you're saying. Like, you have to just accept people's flaws sometimes. You have to choose your battles. I'm saying you have to accept people's flaws sometimes. Not in all cases, you know, but... Like, I have family members that say fucked up shit, but like, you know... They're in charge of their own shit. They're in charge of their own shit. And what am I going to do? Like ruin an entire thing or just kind of suck it up mm-hmm. and understand that that's how I feel. I can control my emotions just as much mm-hmm. as they can control theirs and go from there. I, I don't think know if this po- is making yeah, sense. Yeah, no, it not. is. I think the point that I'm just making is that if you are close to this person, right? Like I don't know how close she is to her aunt or what that situation or relationship is. But like if you see something happening, I, I'm not saying like, in any kind of way where you're gonna you're gonna like out that situation or you're going to there's any kind of consequence for that. But I just think that like part of becoming an adult is obviously like choosing your battles and, and realizing people have flaws. But also if you are uncomfortable enough that you feel like it is hurtful to you to hold it in, I think you should just have a sit down fucking conversation with your aunt and be like, Listen, I love you. And I know that you're going through some stuff, obviously. Yeah, I totally agree. But I just want to express to you that like I, in my heart, feel like this is wrong. You don't have to do anything about it. This is my opinion on it. This is how I feel about You're it. You're hurting me. But I want you to know that, like, it, my opinion of, like, what I, not what I feel, but, like, I don't know how to describe, like, it lessens you a little bit in my eyes that you're doing yeah. something that's hurting so many people and there's not that regard for it. Mm-hmm. And it does not, and you can hate me and maybe whatever, but, like, you can, you can't hate me for just being honest about something that is, is right and yeah. true. So... That's the only point I'm trying to make is it just, I feel like in situations, you don't have to out an entire situation and like be the center of that. But you, you, to the people that are important to you, I think it is important to kind of give them a check, give them a, um, an update of like, hey, you're doing something that I find really like harmful or hurtful or like I really just, I don't respect it very much. And you don't have to change it necessarily, but I just need to let you know that like I just it kind of, like when I you see. You should say you're under, hurting me. What you're doing is hurting of, me. Under the title of aunt. It's not just like aunt person I love, whatever. It's like person who's like cheating on her husband with another person. Like there's like a bunch of other details that are there now that it makes it a little hard to look up to you as much. Boom. Done. Yeah. I don't think anybody who cheats thinks they're a good person. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, they know cheating is wrong. That's why it's cheating. Yeah, but people will talk themselves into believing a lot of shit and and, and back up why they're doing but it because they still, feel like they deserve wrong. to like, do no it. Matter what, no, it is. It absolutely is. They know is. it's wrong. It absolutely is. Yeah. But yeah. I'm doing another one? Let's do uh let's do one more. One more? All right, here we go. Uh hey guys, my name is Carolyn and I'm living in the literal hell that is Arizona. Hmm. I'm twenty-five and kind of went through quarter life crisis recently. Quarter life crisis. I'm sure I'll be here again in John six months. Mayer album or song. I got a degree in business mostly because at 18 I did not know what I want to do, and it's what my parents told me to do. Mm-hmm. So obviously now I do not want to do the whole business slash desk slash suit sort of thing that my degree prepared me for. Yeah, of course. Luckily, I did pick up a minor in psychology and loved my classes in the field. It took me three years post college to realize that that's what uh, that's really where my passion is, and I would love to work in the field. I've casually floated the idea by my friend slash family slash boyfriend, and several of them have expressed concern because of my own history with mental illness. I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety, but with medication and therapy have it mostly under control mm-hmm. and can recognize where my boundaries slash triggers are. Mm-hmm. I think my friends slash family are worried that I wouldn't be able to mentally handle the jobs and see it as too stressful for my own issues. I personally think I could handle it, and the idea of helping others with similar struggles would be very rewarding. The whole getting in slash paying for grad school is another hurdle. Fuck Sally Mae. But I've right? been saving up for my future. So my question is, when is it better to just stop listening to what others tell you and just go with your gut? The minute or, you're born. <laughs> or am I being silly to ignore the most... Oh, by the way, our card was completely full at the end of that fucking question. So we answered it. We answered it in but full. But we didn't. Fi- so finish the, what is it, well-meaning what? So the, the end of the question is, so my question is, when is it better to just stop listening to what, other, what others tell you and just go with your gut? Or am I being silly to ignore the most well-meaning advice from people who are close to me? Mm-hmm. Would love your input. Love the podcast. It's super dope. Hugs to baby Marco. So let's try to remember everything we just said for the past five minutes. Uh, Which is... Okay. All right. Let's, let's let's do bullet points here. So essentially, what we said is, do you? Yeah. Do you? Do what you want to do. Yes. But I I remember I remember saying. It's good advice they're giving you. It's well, solid I, advice. It's solid advice. I'd say personally, I felt a little weird just because I don't really know what like depression entails, and, mm-hmm. and I don't I'm not really educated or or professional in that regard. Mm-hmm. But I was saying that you know I find it more often than not that there are people, for instance, like my friend who mm-hmm. grew up in. I guess what you could say, like a broken home sort of situation, divorced parents, the mother remarried, didn't like the the stepfather or whatever. Um, And she ended up being a family therapist. Mm -hmm. And so I was kind of saying that I think it kind of makes sense for you because like you said, you could probably relate to, I guess, what would be your patients uh, in that field. But again... Your, your parents and or I guess the people who are have the well-meaning advice have a little bit more experience in life. So I was just saying they might not know as much, but, you know, they're they can't it take advice. it on board. Yeah, yeah. Just, it's advice that you should at least listen to. Think about. Yeah. Um, and I said, I'm like so paranoid looking down at this fucking Zoom right now. Yeah, I'm, sure I'm, it does. I'm I've never not, been more paranoid. We're always putting this in the center table. <laughs> like, this is holy shit. It's scary. Yeah. You wish you could see my face when I looked down and I saw I hadn't been recording. I was like, oh, Girl, you, my. You were like, why is it not recording? <laughs> you sound like a child. And why? I felt so sad. <laughs> like, but why did this happen? <laughs> this puppy's like, yo, I got to go out. You motherfuckers got to finish oh, this shit. You really got to go out. Girl. Um, 
Okay, so here's my my bullet points. I originally was going to go into psychology. I spent a year uh, looking into psychology, and then and my mom was like really against it. She was like, "Listen, you're really sensitive. Like you hold on to things. It's really hard for you emotionally to whatever." Which on on one hand, Shannon also raised me, telling me that I was scared of needles and pain, and then I got nine tattoos in my fucking body. So not always a (laughs) hundred percent correct, but you know. I think I really took it into consideration. I put myself into the psychology world and, and I started realizing like I had really hard time separating myself from my friend's problems. And I started to see that that would, that was probably gonna be an issue. And I'm sure that like in, when you're in that program, you learn a lot of those steps and the things that people do to do that. Because the reality is that not, I would assume most mental professional, like health professionals have dealt with some kind of mental health issue because statistically we all pretty much do. So it doesn't make sense that only the people that are psychologists or psychiatrists are like perfectly mentally healthy, squeaky clean, blah, blah, blah. Like we've all gone through stuff. We all go through stuff and our and mental health is health like any other health. So yeah. I think that, I think that you should try it out and you should go into it and see there's a lot of different places you could end up in that world that aren't necessarily like sitting down with a patient That's like true. And, yeah. and like listening to them on a couch, you know, like whether it's uh, social work or it's fucking working at a high school, even like there's so many places that you can that you can be placed and that would probably serve you. And obviously be aware that you might, maybe you'll be triggered by something, blah, blah, blah. But I think that as you're working in that field, I'm sure that people that work in that field also have to have consistent checkups on their yeah. mental health and are always evaluating themselves to make sure that mentally they're in a great place. What is a dog doing? She's I, probably I shitting feel, in your room. Margo, come here. Asshole interrupting puppy. You want to go outside? Come on. You want to go outside, puppy? She's dead. And just as much as I feel like, you know, it, it's very oh, unheard of, very unheard of for, like I said, my friend who grew up, you know, in, in I guess not a greatest family situation to become a family therapist as I think as a way of her trying to figure out Whatever her, yeah, her life experience is. I think. I think. On the flip side, yeah. My sister mm-hmm. uh, is a social worker, mm-hmm. and she was working as a social worker at, I guess, a women's shelter. Mm. It wasn't like a homeless shelter. It was more of like women who were like involved in drugs or, or some sort of crime, and mm. they were. It's like a halfway house or something. Okay. And she ended up getting really like depressed, you know, not yeah. not medically depressed, but like kind of really bummed about you know going to work and helping these women who have like really like, really like helpless situations and yeah. like really sad situations yeah to the point where she honestly on, not honestly but recently um left that job and now has a job at a hospital as a social worker yeah, yeah. um but then again my sister didn't really grow up in that kind of environment so it's very foreign so i guess for her maybe that's why it didn't work out for her whereas somebody who maybe did grow up in that kind of environment can adjust to it a little bit easier would be better suited for it almost in a way you know yeah. so yeah. Try it, you know, try it. I say try it. If it doesn't work, you can always go to something else. But if that's something that you feel like your heart is in, your passion is in, and it's part of your therapy, like, I just think that that could be a really powerful field to be a part of. Yeah. And some other quick bullet points we said is to uh, join the Peace Corps. Yeah, we, all, yeah, we also <laughs> suggest everyone to join the Peace Corps if you're having uh, an issue. Just because that's the theme of the Yo, run away, though. Run uh, away. <laughs> and I also said go to Germany because you can get school for free. Oh, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah. I love it. This dog's cool. getting rubbed right now. We, she's uh, loving it. Yeah, she's looking so fucking cute. She's girl. loving it. She's oh, looking she's looking like extra cute because you haven't seen her in a while. She's Beeps. like a little bunny rabbit. Okay, well, before we go, I want to give a little shout out to our Patreon babies. Can I ask one Twitter question? Oh, I guess, yeah. Are you tired, Beeps? Just fucking asking. This is from up. Jess Simons at Jess Star 666. 
What do you miss most about each other when you have to travel? Nothing. You don't miss anything. <laughs> I'm just anything kidding. About you got really offended. I miss you so much. What miss, about me do I you miss? I miss your smell. Give me specific feedback. My smell? Yeah. Do I smell bad? No. Do I, I ever, miss. Do I, I miss, ever smell? No, not really. I feel like I don't. I miss your voice, Beebs. You miss my, my, my I miss, stupid I voice? I miss our adventures. I miss laughing, Beebs. I miss having someone to tell you everything you miss, to. Girl, you miss my stupid jokes. Yeah, I do. Well, I just maybe miss, not I miss how funny I miss how, how funny as fuck only with you though. I miss how funny you find me, Beebs. It makes me feel good. You're real funny, Beebs. <laughs> In more ways than one, Beebs. I just ain't never had anyone I lived with that just so fully accepted me, Beebs. Yo, I'm I'm just convinced Christy is just always miserable. Beebs. This is her latest tweet. Things I definitely don't want to hear when oh, I'm brushing no. my teeth. My neighbor's having sex. Oh, someone no. please buy me a house. Oh, poor Christy. Yo, people going fuck Christy. Yeah, but I don't want to hear people fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of exciting when I hear. Okay, well, that's a different situation, bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? That's, not everyone's like saying. that. Okay. Not everyone wants right. to hear it. <laughs> that's a you thing. <laughs> I can't say shit. No, you can. But that's a you thing, Beebs. I know. Well, I was raised to be comfortable with sex, though. So. Yeah, she might. Well, we're, we're from Michigan. <laughs> so yeah, you repress We were raised to have quiet sex <laughs> with the person that we married. So. Good Catholic sex, right? <laughs> Good Catholic sex. You know me, Beebs. That's what I'm trying to do. All right, wrap it up with the Patreon, Beebs. I'll wrap it up. Uh, what are you gotta, on your phone? What are you doing? I'm looking at the goddamn information. I'll kill you, I swear to God. <laughs> I didn't memorize this shit. I'm convinced Megan's going to kill me at some point on the podcast. I'm just so tired, Beebs, and it's been such a long day. <laughs> and I'm just trying to get this dick, and i got to clean my bed off. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> all right. It's everything, everything's in my way. This fucking Zoom is cutting off. You fucking, the password's getting changed. Everything's going wrong all tonight. Right. The dog pissed on the floor. Night, we were running out of trash good. bags. The fucking, like, the spray we're is out. out. Spritzer. I just yeah, can't. I can't win today. You know what I'm saying? We got a bag so, of dicks over here. Yeah, we got, I got a box, <laughs> a box of dicks. Someone sent me. God fucking bless. Listen. Before we go, we have our Patreon babies. These are uh, obviously the podcast is free, but there are people that like to to tip us and reward us a little bit because they like it so much. Uh, and so we have our Patreon sponsors. This is a fifty dollars reward group. We have Chelsea West. She wants us to promote her creative partner John Royal's new tabletop card game, Best Movie Never Made. So go to facebook.com slash best movie never made and tell them that Roommate Pod sent you. Uh, we also have our friend Kate. Um, Kate has a Pampered Chef site. So if you are looking to get kitchenware, bakeware, all that kind of stuff, maybe you're looking to to get that new new or you're moving out and you need, you need that some some. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go to <laughs> pamperedchef.biz slash Kate M. And she gets a little kick back for that and we like to support our friends don't we though Word. and then we got uh, let's see where else we fucking patreon babies i got my phone i got my phone in front of me not my laptop so i'm struggling with my life right now uh we have our 25 dollar reward group they we shit all over them basically yeah. so we have jasmine <laughs> we just shit uh on. we have what was it jasmine hop hop off this dick wood? hop hopping on my dick or something is jasmine hop hop, hop hop on the dick jasmine hop hop on this dick hopwood <laughs> we have double mcdowney <laughs> We have oh, okay. Loretta, absolutely fucking not Savete. Sav- I say it different every time. We have Corey, not Neil Armstrong, Neil. Jamie, not Jennifer Garner, Garner. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez. Allie, such e. Such e. And Alexandria sounds like a governor's wife, Johnson. 
We have our $10 reward group. This is where we we do something called the fucking in. Uh, do you have any sexy music you want to play, Bees? I'm actually wanna... trying to find some sexy music that we have at work. <laughs> you could probably just type in sexy music. <laughs> uh, it's like a very specific song I want to play, Ooh. but I can't, can't find, find it. it. Hold on. Maybe it's an R&B thingy. Oh, yeah, let me try that. I would recognize the name if I saw it. All right, let's just play this one. What is this one? Oh, I'm not in Chrome. Never mind. Just read them. Come on, let's get out of this. <laughs> like old times, Biebs. Okay, ready? Yep. Justin Higgins, yep. Tom Collins, okay. Gina Wortman, Hannah Holt, Shelly yeah. Smith, Joshua John, Bridget okay. Tushin, Nicole DeLauro, yeah. Melissa Bernard, Melissa. Amanda Latouin, Maddie Williams. <laughs> What you doing? <laughs> James Smith III, Haley Samsel, Pretty Sella, Kelly Gresham, right, Emerson so Frucci, so Hannah, awesome. Eric Mino, Damar Excel, Angela Mano, Amelie Mott, <laughs> Megan Manahan, John Morlock, Amy Heinz, Ethel Tellez, Ross a, McPhee, Emily name. Turner, I do Hagman, <laughs> Sandra Mint, and Elizabeth Dole Wit Doles. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio. I'm losing uh, it. You can go to roommatepod.com if you have a question or anything you want to ask us. And you can tweet us with the hashtag roommatepod at roommatepod on Twitter. Yeah. We have a Facebook group, Ventures and Roommating. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash, is it Ventures and Roommating? Yes. Yes, it is. There's so many different fucking variations. Just go to of our everything. website. It's Just all go. There. It's all there. It's man. It's all on the website. I made it in we WordPress. It so we fucking have to do say it. This Just anymore. do it. Just fucking do it. Uh, we love you very much. I love you, Keith. Daddy Keith likes you. You're growing on me. You're growing on and, me. And uh, we will see you soon. Good night. And good, good fucking.